We're back <laughs> with the Baked Beans podcast. You're... Um, we might have taken a week or two off. Uh, we've had some stuff go on in our uh, in our personal lives, but now we're back. Memorial Day hit us kind of hard. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the first thing... Uh, uh, this is Zap. Uh, I'm Quack. Wait. Reverse that. I'm Quack. I'm Zap. <laughs> and then we have... White Sea Deer here. Hello! It's been so long you guys forgot your own names. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we're, in a, we're in a fucking podcast talking about random shit. Hell yeah. Um, but it's not super random. I know what I want to talk about today. And it's about the uh, the new Zelda amiibo that's coming out with um, the uh, Skyward Sword HD remake uh, that's coming out um, around E3. I think it's like sometime this year. I'm not super uh, sure when it's coming out because I don't really care about it. It's coming out um, uh, July, mid mid to right. July. Well, um, do, did either of you play Skyward Sword? No. No. Okay. Um, well. You played Breath of the Wild. It's probably <laughs> one of the worst Zelda games <laughs> in existence. That's wow. funny that you say that. Maybe that's a hot take. Not super <laughs> sure. I've, I'm sure there are some people that would disagree. I'm always yeah, there will be. Some people are gonna like the game, um, and that's not really. I'm not trying to like get on one side or the other about the game yeah. specifically. We're not the shit on the remake specifically as a quality of life um, improvement for the game. Yeah. And it's a teleportation thing. It's a fast travel system that the original game didn't have. And far be it for me to say that games should have a fast travel, but if your game is big enough... I mean, I'll say it. They should. I feel like I feel like you should have some kind of, like, fast travel. Yeah. If it's big enough. And I... Yeah, we don't, we don't play these games for the realistic travel time. Exactly. Yeah. Skyward Sword is big. Um, it's not big. It's not as big as um, Breath of the Wild. Um, but this new quality of life insurance, uh, quality of life improvement is a fast travel system that will allow you to go from one area to the next in the blink of an eye, like a fast travel system. But um, the thing that I am like super fucking mad about is that you have to buy an amiibo to access that fast travel system. Yep. And if either of you are aware of amiibo sales, Nintendo doesn't make enough, and scalpers are assholes. Yeah. So the idea that a um, quality of life improvement is hidden behind a material thing that you have to buy is kind of a kind of a shitty thing to do um and uh i uh, i have very mixed feelings about it obviously i don't necessarily like the game in general but um i think the game could have been improved with just having a base uh fast travel system um what do you what do you guys think about this 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 thing that Nintendo's doing with this amiibo. 
Yeah, I I 100% agree with you, Max. Um, so just for the record, I am getting this game. Um, I I was kind of left out of the Wii and Wii U generation of Nintendo games. Never had one of those consoles, so I haven't played any of these games yet. Um, I've heard very mixed reviews about Skyward Sword. Obviously, negative ones and positive ones alike. Um, but either way, it's a Zelda story that I have not been introduced to yet, so I would like to get it. But going to the, your point about the Amiibo, um, I was doing research on this before. The Amiibo was listed $25 on GameStop. Yep. Combined with the $59.99 that you get for a game that's just an HD upgrade, basically, you're going to be paying upwards of $100 when you include shipping for a game that came out in, what, 2011 with an Amiibo? Yep. Um, and I, I'm fine with Amiibos. I, I support the use of Amiibos. Um, I love Amiibos. But, but when it comes to functional quality of life reasons to buy an Amiibo, it's absolutely ridiculous. I watched a breakdown video of um, basically what it does. It's what, Zelda and Loftwing? Uh, that's yes, the Amiibo. The Zelda's Loftwing, yes. Yeah, and it said in the game there are set areas where you can basically do your fast travel. You can go up into the sky and fly around. Well, if you get this Amiibo, it allows you to do that anywhere and that's including inside of dungeons and inside of buildings and in the middle of anything you can just fly out of there and fast travel whenever you want that's basically cheating the game <laughs> i think at that point a little bit, yeah uh, a little bit yeah so even it, it even goes too far in my opinion as to what you can do with the amiibo um but yeah. You know, and and when I went online to try and see if I could pick one of these up because I'm a glutton for punishment, I wanted to get one. It's probably um, it's probably out of stock everywhere. And you're finding yeah. it on eBay for $50, $60 when retail it's selling for 25, which already yeah, it, is too it, high of a price. Um, yeah, it's selling as much of what the game cost. Exactly. And that's that's unreal that it's unreasonable. Yeah, and it's it's my, very in my opinion. Um, but another thing that worries me about this game um, is that they kind of tried to make it stay as Wii as possible, if that makes any sense. So for you guys, y'all will be fine because you guys have the Joy-Cons. You can, you know, take them off, blah, yeah. blah, and you can swing the sword using your Joy-Con just like you would oh, using the Wii. And with, me, with me, I have the Switch Lite. Uh, the Switch yep. Lite it is supported on the Switch Lite, but I have to use the right stick to swing my sword. That concerns yeah. me of how I'm going to do camera movements. So I feel like the controls are going to be a little clunky. I'm not going to let it hold me back, though. I want to experience this story and see what it's about. I'm just worried about clunky mechanics because I, I feel like at that point, you just change the, the, the combat system to a regular combat system like it would be for any other Zelda game. Uh, but I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to keep it more like the Wii version uh, to give people that you know nostalgia if yeah. there is any. Um, so that those are my main concerns about the game. I'm not going to get the amiibo. I don't care anymore at this point. I'll deal. Yeah. I'll deal with not being able to fast travel, but I am worried about the mechanics of it. But overall, I'm excited. I want a Zelda game that I've never played before. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, it? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I do have a little more things to say about it. I didn't know that um, they were going to change the mechanics of it up that much where like the right yeah that sounds intense or... means that that's where you're fucking well i mean if you don't if you don't have the functionality no, I, you have to have some it makes sense but i don't know why they wouldn't default back 
to the previous game. Right. Like, well, I mean, also, it, you may be able to change the settings as well. Maybe. I'd hope the, so. The, the video that I saw, it, it told you uh, that the Switch Lite, I think it was during the Nintendo Direct where they announced it, that they talked about yeah. these controls. They said the Switch Lite, you're going to use the right stick as being able to swing your sword or whatever weapon you're holding. Uh, and they didn't give any options on whether or not you could change it. So I, I don't see it yeah. being an option. Um, but I know for you guys yeah. with Joy-Cons, you guys can use your right Joy-Con as a sword, and the left one, when you bring it up, it brings up a shield guard. So that's how okay. that's going to go. Yeah, I um, mean, I also have a Switch Lite, so I'll be in the same boat oh, as you. Okay, well, um, we'll see. <laughs> I personally... Going to hope for that pro soon. Yes. Yeah, the... the whenever uh, we'll talk we are, about that later on <laughs> we're like we're like t minus one week to a switch yeah. pro being we'll, we'll probably yeah, cover yeah. that when we talk about this uh, next topic um, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. um but um zelda uh skyward sword is integral to the actual plot of all zelda games um nintendo a while back when Skyward Sword, or shortly after Skyward Sword was announced and like made a thing, they actually made a timeline. And uh, Skyward Sword is the beginning, like canonically, is the beginning of all Zelda games. Really? Huh. Wow. Um, so it is integral to the storyline. Ocarina of Time is. I don't care what you say. Yeah, for me, <laughs> I, I'm I'm with David here. That that's where I started my journey, and that's that's where it begins. And you know, a you know the Gen X, yeah, is going to say that um, yeah. Zelda on the the NES is the start because obviously yeah. that was the start. Yeah, um, and it, it it's just a generational thing. Um, it is integral to the storyline that Nintendo has made. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily a game worth playing. Um, but that's just my opinion. Right. I've watched people play it. I've played it myself. It's it's kind of bad, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're you're excited to get into it, Ethan. Listen, I yeah. I, I played plenty. I'm of I'm not trying to games. stop you from playing it. <laughs> and 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 and, you know. and I'm also sure that isn't to say that um, it is a Zelda game. So as bad as it may be in the realm of Zelda games, yes. it's not going to be a bad game. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's... Yeah, we're, we're talking about garbage. the worst of the best. Yeah, exactly. So still a good game. A bad um, Zelda game to me is always better than a good Call of Duty, so... <laughs> fair. Fair. Preferences. Yeah. Preferences. Um, but uh, in, in talks of uh, Zelda, like that, that kind of like... Leads us into our next topic because yeah. it's Ooh, baby. the uh yeah 30, and it just got announced 35th anniversary of zelda and maybe we'll get some information here with uh the new e3 uh the 2021 e3 it's been announced this whole schedule came out and it's gonna be an entirely digital event and uh they have the entire schedule out every day based on who's presenting what and um you know pretty much everyone is there except for ea which you know, EA is not there. EA is not there. They're doing EA. their own event in July. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, hold on. EA will be there Thursday. I have that written. Really? Up. It's not. Oh. Uh, there's nothing out uh, confirmed about what they're going to be talking about at the EA. But I have some speculation on it. We'll get to that when it's okay. my turn. Maybe it's not like their big thing. It's so, like a small yeah. thing. What I heard. What I heard. It's like an EA um, play. Is that it... 
I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, but the EA Play is separate from E3. I heard yes. that that happens in July after E3 ends. Okay. That's what I heard. Yeah. I heard that EA wasn't participating in E3 and they were doing EA Play separately from E3. Okay. And they were releasing all of theirs, and that includes the Bioware games. Hold on. Let's, yes. do, a live, let's are... do a live look up here for our audience. The, yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Because the Bioware games are very, very from, important. From my understanding, we had the schedule which so... starts on Saturday the 12th, which I'm assuming this will come out before then. Yes. The 12th. I have the art, an article right here that says EA Play Live isn't taking place until July 22nd, but the publisher still confirmed that it will be a part of E3 2021 in June, with new reveals, trailers, oh. and details about the latest games coming your way from its studios in the months and years ahead. Oh, okay, well, it might be a okay. Maybe, maybe there's coming, something. Maybe, maybe there's something. But looking at the schedule um, yeah. that I see that I see right in front of me, yeah. And again, maybe I'm wrong. I don't see EA anywhere on the schedule, so maybe they'll fit in somewhere yeah, yeah i see I will, uh, I will also say this that e3 had whatever organization runs it has been terrible at disseminating information um absolutely every EA big runs it. yeah every big youtuber that i that i see EA, uh, the organization yeah <laughs> the, the ea owns a bunch of smaller studios yeah i'm just saying it's been um, absolutely awful so who knows yeah. what's going on yeah. <laughs> Good. but yeah no i mean we can just start talking about E3. So you know you Absolutely. have you have a, a a bunch of developers and a bunch of studios that are that are going to be talking about it. And I'm sure that you all have your selections on who you're most excited to hear about on all of them. And uh, we'll get into that actually later. Some of the games are some things that we were trying to talk about specifically, but the overall schedule it just it seems like an event, and it seems like they're going to be more. Uh, you know, last year they kind of struggled with how open it was going to be and who was going to have to pay for what and where it was going to be and now it just right. seems to be kind of like a streamlined event where it's going to be accessible to all users on all different platforms and everyone's going to be able to to sit in and listen and they just have you know like 40 minute segments from each you know major developer that's going to come forth with all their new games and everything and, and everyone knows pretty much what's going on but of course we also have things that we're hoping for and I, I wanted to ask that of you two. Like, what of E3 are you two hoping for? And I think I'll start with Max. Like, of E3, what, what's the thing that you're most excited about coming out? Um, so, if either of you have heard my rants about how bullshit the um, <laughs> Nintendo Directs have uh, been yes. from this year, <laughs> um, you know that... Um, Zelda is my favorite. Breath of the Wild 2, huh? And the fact that <laughs> on the 31st, the 35th anniversary, they had a Nintendo Direct and said only about Skyward Sword. And in this yeah. podcast, I've already yeah. gone over that. And we've thing. talked about it yeah. got delayed. And, yeah. But we're talking about E3 here. And what I want is a no shit um trailer and maybe a uh, a release date for breath of the wild i would also like a um what i'm hoping for i don't think this is going to happen but mm -hmm. we last year on mario's 30th anniversary mm -hmm. we were giving we were given a uh, an all-stars switch edition that had three of the most popular 
Mario games on it. I bought it. I played it. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, it was a good games. It was great in the Switch library mm -hmm. um, because it, it 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 gives me everything that I want out of a Mario game. Yeah. Um, I I want Nintendo to give me a threefer here. I want um something something. I want inclusive. Twilight Princess. I want I want um Majora's Mask, and I want oh, um. Yeah. And I want yeah. Offering of Time. I actually no, Offering of Time, um, Wind Waker, and then Wind Waker. Twilight. Thank oh, you. I was waiting for oh, you to say Wind that's, Waker. Twilight that's, Princess. That's interesting. All together. I, I don't and... know. I don't know that you'll get that. I'm not going specifically to. any of those. <laughs> but it would. <laughs> that, that would be a beautiful dream. I. I am. I am. Uh, speaking on that and Nintendo, I just yeah. hope that they actually have a nice display. <laughs> Whatever games they announce, you know, I. I'm interested, but I hope that they actually get into a detailed. Uh, description of their switch yeah. uh, the pro that's yeah. coming out it's already yeah. listed in some retailers and they've already got some information out on it it looks amazing i like it it's a very hard cut version of the but, switch and it seems to have better hardware but we don't know that yet they're, yeah, they're yes, leaks. yeah there's nothing confirmed right. i'm hoping that at e3 they announce it and that we'll see more into it that's what i care i care about the hardware but they yeah. did say nintendo did say that they're going to be focused more on the software as in the games that are coming out so you know obviously i want breath of the wild 2 yep. to be announced i want to hear you know everything about that where we're at in development what we're like for a release time and everything like that and you know a bundle would be great i don't care which yeah. games it would be it's i want an ocarina i want a new ocarina i'm sorry but i want a new ocarina i <laughs> yeah. love it that's my thing it, it's really just that like this is the anniversary yeah it makes for sense. zelda it makes sense why do we only have yeah. Skyward Sword HD remake? Yeah, it like, makes sense. Ethan. I can only imagine there's more yeah. coming out. What about you? What do you say? Yeah. Uh, I got a lot to say, as I'm sure you guys can figure out. Um, so the first thing I want to touch on with E3 is the new app suite that they're going to be doing. Because this is an all-virtual E3, the first one in history, you're going to have an app right. that you're able to download. And from there, you can jump in and out of lobbies, basically, uh, to view different shows. Do I think it's Is there a price? No, there's no Is there price. a price for that? It's going oh, no. As it's, far as I yeah. know, it's free. Um, if done correctly, this could change the game on how we do E3 or, or how we do VGAs or whatever have you. I think it'd be yeah, absolutely Yeah, and it could great. be beautiful. It could be beautiful. Yeah. I don't envision that happening. So I'm going to have the tabs open <laughs> for the YouTube live streams on live stream the E3 conference stuff. So with that said, though... Um, we're gonna break. I'm gonna break down here for y'all what I'm most excited about at E3. Um, I'm gonna go day by day for what I'm hype about. Um, so starting Saturday, you're gonna have a Ubisoft Forward. Um, they're gonna be yep. releasing new gameplay of the new Rainbow Six game, which Rainbow Six Siege obviously conquered the world almost. Um, it's yeah, one of the greatest. Hardcore. It's one. I know Max, you're not big on <laughs> FPSs, but. For me, it's one of the greatest FPSs made. It's way better than Call yeah, of Duty. Yeah, it no, I, I guess. And there, yeah, there's there's so much involved in it. There's a lot of there's a yeah. um, a lot of options, and then the the multiplayer is fantastic. And it, it, I've never been in a realistic situation like that, but like right. it's what I could imagine would be the most realistic type, you know, FPS yeah. like type game. It is an absolutely... Yeah. I'm so excited to see what their new one's going to look like. We're going to see a next-gen upgrade of the Rainbow Six IP. Um, and then, obviously, more news about Far Cry 6, which we'll get into that later. Um, and then the newest of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLCs, which I'm almost done yep. with. Um, Wrath of the Druids here. 
Um, so check out White Sea Deer. He's <laughs> playing it right now. Yeah, check me out, White Sea Deer on YouTube. Um, but shameless plugs. But uh, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday is. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And also, uh, uh, as a side note, Ubisoft is also going to be talking about their film and television division. Oh, um, that's true. Have new upcoming, you know, things such as a movie. It's called Werewolves Within. I think that's kind of interesting. So I don't know much about it, but uh, you know, I, th I think at any three talking about game developers and possible uh, activities and movies and television could be something you know worth yep. looking at. If if you're more interested in that, it could bring more people into you know this community. So, Hopefully, yeah. it's better. Yeah, than but then the sorry, Creed movies. Yeah, <laughs> I liked that movie. Shut up. And then back. Okay, back to you, Ethan. Into Sunday. So it's a Sunday. Xbox and Bethesda Sunday afternoon will be showing their yeah, that's, uh, combined that's yours. show. That's the biggest thing. So on the Xbox side, Halo and Infinite. Square Enix. Hold on, we'll get to Square Enix. Trust me. Uh, Halo Infinite. We're expecting some more stuff on Halo Infinite. Um, they haven't shown anything since the infamous Craig moment uh, last July. So um, um, they need a win here. They need a win. They need to show off Halo Infinite. Show what it really can do. Because um, this is an IP that honestly it's starting to fall apart. And it's it's basically what built Xbox. And it's one of the most prized IPs when it comes to Microsoft. So Microsoft, we need a win here on the Xbox fandom. We need a win for Halo Infinite. And then the second one on the Bethesda side is Starfield. We're expecting some more information on Starfield, Todd Howard's newest brand new IP. Um, God, I'm hoping. And it's gonna be... It looks so good. It's gonna be space-based. Everyone, of course, is making that comparison, Skyrim and space, whatever. I don't make that comparison. Yeah. This is a brand new IP from I don't Todd think Howard. that'll do it justice. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it'll do it justice. It's been in the works for years and years, obviously, as we all know Bethesda is like. It takes a long time to make these games. Um, and and already, I'm glad it does. Absolutely. Yeah. And they've already delayed it to polish it. So hopefully, I, I hope we can see some gameplay. Uh, I'm not expecting gameplay though. I'm expecting more of a cinematic trailer than it, more than anything else. But you know, I'll hold out hope for some gameplay to see what this game looks like. Um, and yeah. then moving on, or do you guys want to say something about Starfield? Oh, uh, uh, not not anything about Starfield. I was just like kind of like noting that like there's not necessarily anything specific to Sony that I found. Sony about will not be E3. at E3. Yeah. They're not even going to be there. Nope. Uh, they might. They might. Um, I mean, like one of their subsidiaries might be there, like Capcom or whatever. Capcom, Capcom is going to be there. there. It, it, yeah. it definitely sounds like Sony is 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 definitely sitting this one out. Yeah. And that makes me wonder. Like, you know, we're halfway through the year. Is Sony going to like? I know that Sony does their own like quote unquote directs. Their, yeah. Their Sony whatevers. We we had one. Uh, back like two months ago, about um, specifically Ratchet and Clank, um, and uh, and and now we're just we're just kind of like sitting here with yeah, but with, I mean, with you nothing have... in hand. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I mean, you can say you know? that, but you also have to figure that a lot of these games that are coming out from these studios are not exclusives and will be coming out for the PlayStation. And Fair. you know, so Fair. it's 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 not as if they're missing out on much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but. It, it still it still makes me wonder like where is Sony going to fit in their their hard hitters in this in this year because uh, I have I haven't heard anything about a, a, a Sony well quote unquote yeah I'm it, in, in the future it kind about, of worries like, what me. they're doing yeah it, the same me 
it worries me because E3 at the core of it, it's meant for Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo to get together and to showcase yeah. their games. So what what okay. bothers me is that there's a possibility Sony just doesn't feel like it has enough to have an E3 showing, and that's kind right. of that's scary to me because you don't want to see that at all because Sony obviously with a new console out with a new especially. console out, and you know there's they've been struggling a little bit when it comes to exclusives. We're not seeing a lot of obviously coronavirus had a lot to play in that. Um, yep. We're seeing it ramp up a little more, but we already got all the information we really need about the games that are upcoming. Um, I don't know what else they could come out with at this point. Yeah. Um, so they've they've already they've already nipped uh, God of War Rag Ragnarok in the butt. It's yep. not coming out this year. It's coming out 2022. Which um, I'm glad yeah. about. They need to take time with yeah, the game. Yeah, right. absolutely. I I, if I it's not right, the make idea. it right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um. But, you know, it just it, it leaves a lot to be decided of like 2021 for Sony. From... Yeah, they're gonna sit out this year and they're gonna lose out, and that's unfortunate. And... But I think they're gonna come around in 2022 and it's gonna be great. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's for sure. it's probably it's probably gonna be a fucking blowout, honestly. The, yeah. At the rate that we haven't seen anything this year, super much about Sony, they're they're probably gonna yeah. fucking die. I mean, also though, you, you, I mean, but you gotta conf you. you you got to kind of think they came out with an entire new console the so, PS5. That, so microsoft right but the ps5 kind of dominated in everything they sold yeah, out no, I mean, they sold well, out they cannot keep up with production i That's mean fair. even microsoft, to this day microsoft can't keep up with production either there's there you can't no, find they, a series no, 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 uh, right yeah yeah no and 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 i'm not taking away from anything i'm just saying i don't think either console or anything is losing out on much and i think either approach having having a big title or whatever no one's getting hurt right now you know we're in a kind of pause and we're building and taking your time and not having anything ready i don't think in the long run i don't think it's gonna hurt i i don't think it's gonna hurt i, I, don't... I think i'm i think i'm on even side here I, yeah. I i think that i think xbox is has made more of the situation here and why do you have a playstation can. uh because i was a fangirl and said hey on playstation right um but more often than not i feel myself regretting and being like oh hey there's there's more titles on the xbox i, I don't want to get into it too hard yeah um i think xbox has somewhat of a notch above PlayStation, but um in the same vein i think playstation can make it back next year I also want to talk about the Nintendo Direct and my opinions on what I think we're going to see here. Um, I yeah, think, the Treehouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Treehouse. I think it's going to be one of two things. It's either going to be a Breath of the Wild 2 reveal, or in my opinion, more likely, it's going to be a Switch Pro reveal. So, here's why I think it's going to be a Switch Pro reveal. I can yeah. see them highlighting new games, blah, 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 doing what they can do, nothing crazy, and then at the end doing their little, damn, one more thing, and we get a Switch Pro. And then them using the next Nintendo Direct to showcase all of their next-gen games that they're going to be having on it, including Breath of the Wild 2. So I think they they need to announce the next-gen of Nintendo consoles before they start announcing these next-gen games. Because Breath of the Wild 2, I feel like, needs to be a launch title for their new Switch Pro. Uh, is the Switch Pro next-gen, or would is like, it just an update? I would like to point out that this is not a next-gen thing this yeah. is Hold this on. is specifically an update yeah i don't think the a switch pro is a significant update a significant right, update. but it's like it, i don't think it's anything more than it, like a place a ps4 pl uh, pro right well 
Well, no. I, I don't know what the specs are. Yeah, I don't either. This is this is Nintendo's response to the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and being released. Because this is how Nintendo normally does their releases. Right. It, it, it's I it, just, it's in yeah. no way... Because like, I think the Switch kept up with the next gen. Right. Um, but this next gen, it, it is in the way that a PS5 is a next gen. Or an Xbox Series X is a next gen. It's not the next echelon. Yeah. It, like, from, from what you know I've what I mean? seen, the specs of this are going to be upgraded to the point where they could compete with some of these newer consoles, though. That's what like I mean. PS5. With, like yeah, PS5, but, like yeah. the Series X. That's what I mean by yes. next gen, because these games okay. are going to run a lot smoother and look a lot better on the Switch Pro. You're going to see 4K, and 60 FPS on your TV I, when it comes to Switch games, and it's going to look incredible. Some, okay. Yeah, and something that it seems to be seamless and nobody's really mentioning is that there doesn't seem to be quite a difference in compatibility between the Switch and the Switch Pro. Like from no, I haven't heard much, but like I can't imagine a Switch Pro coming out and then someone saying like you can't play Switch games on it. No, no. And for it to for it to upgrade its hardware and still be able to maintain the same functionality, like you're saying, it's a next gen console, right? So it it keeps pace with the PS5 and it keeps pace with the the Xbox. So like. For it to be able to do that and still maintain functionality with the original Switch, which is a few years old now at this point, that's interesting. It's impressive. And that's nice. Yeah. And that's going to be something. And also, it looks sleek. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but... No. I like I it. it. It's it's honestly, from what I can imagine, it's the difference between an old and a new model car. And I don't mean that in the from older to new. I mean that from newer to old. So you've in, seen... In the set, yeah, I've seen You've pictures. seen concept art. Uh, no, I've seen I've seen photos of it, and I don't know if it's real. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it at looks point so so newer model cars are more rounded out. They're more like aerodynamic and they're sleeker. But older model cars, they were more squared and they were more like you know like hard cutting, like uh, like power. <laughs> and from what I've seen of the pro, it seems to be more like the old model cars, yeah. and I loved that. So I, if that's yeah. true, that's going to be great yeah. for me. I'm going to love I, that. I, I would like to just emphasize that at this point. No pro switch has been announced. We right. don't know yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, no, we've seen all speculation. We've seen leaked images, and we are speculating off of those leaked images. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, um, real quickly, before we move on to our next topic, I just want to shout out Bandai Namco is having their thing on Tuesday. We're gonna see more Scarlet Nexus news. We'll get to that when we do our most excited games for the month segment. Um, and then, obviously, from what I've seen, EA is doing something on Thursday. Um, no details out yet. I'm hoping for a Jedi Fallen Order either DLC or a Jedi Fallen Order 2. I need something more out of that world right now. I'm, I'm still hype about that game. I've played through it twice. I love it, and I want to see more of it. So we'll, we'll see what uh, comes out of EA. I could care less about Battlefield or any of their other, you know, their sports titles, but I'm ready for some Jedi Fallen Order. Well, so, given EA's track record, they will disappoint. Yeah, we'll Probably. see if that comes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if that comes out Thursday next week, or if that comes out Thursday in July. Um, but, but anyway, let's talk about Far Cry Six. Yeah, right. Speaking yes. of E3, because we were, they there's a lot of information that got dropped for Far Cry Six, and yes, so Ethan, you're super into Far Cry, aren't you? Absolutely, I'm. I'm kind of a Ubisoft fanboy when it comes to Far Cry. Um, if you guys saw, did you guys see that gameplay reveal that happened this week? A little bit. 
Didn't see the okay. entire thing. Okay. So the gameplay. Yeah, the run down. So, so yeah, this week um, Ubisoft released a I think it was like a 16 to 19 minute gameplay yep. uh, video about Far Cry 6. It showed some combat. It showed some exploration. It showed off what Far Cry 6 is going to look like. Um, in my opinion, this is the biggest, most ambitious Far Cry game that Ubisoft has ever come out and done. I'm super excited for this. So I got a few bullet points here of what I'm most excited okay. for. Um, first of all, map seems huge. It's a Ubisoft title. You're going to have a big area to explore. Uh, there's going to be jungles. Bigger than five, and uh, much by a significant amount from what I'm seeing. Somebody captured a screenshot of the map um, during the gameplay trailer, and it looks absolutely huge. Bigger than five by far. Um, there's going to be jungles. There's going to be deserts. There's going to be by mountain far. terrains. There's going to be islands. <laughs> there's going to be a massive city, uh, and we'll, and that city is um, what's the name of it? Esperanza, largest city Esperanza. ever created. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Largest city yep. ever created in a Far Cry title. So we're actually going to see a lot of urban fighting. You're going to be able to explore some buildings. Um, obviously not all. Everybody, every game company that says you can explore every building is lying yeah, to you. Yeah, it's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, just to have some urban fighting in a Far Cry is going to be super exciting. Um, the other big thing that I'm looking at is we saw a lot of third-person viewpoints <clears throat> in that gameplay reveal. We saw a third-person walking on or uh, riding a horse we saw third person regular walking we saw oh. third person cutscenes. this has never been I done mean, in a far cry before that that was my question is like so does that mean you can just between the two or is it like the gameplay is specifically third uh first person at so, this at this person. point at this point nobody it, knows uh, i'm hoping I, that you can switch it says back it's the first person shooter because up until now, Far Cry has been a first-person shooter. Yep, it's been exclusively first-person, um, but that, that gameplay yeah. was using in-game engine stuff. You could see your character. And um, it's another thing. It's huh. completely new to the Far Cry series, seeing uh, your the protagonist actually being shown in third-person in cutscenes yeah. while they're having dialogue and stuff like that. And then it's also exciting because you can now choose whether you want to be a male or a female. Before, it was a very set who you were in the game. I love customization. Um, this game is full of it, and that includes the weapons, that includes um, just your character and what you can do. Like I said, this looks like the most ambitious Far Cry game that they've ever come out with, and uh, they're just adding more and more options for people. One of the big criticisms of Far Cry 5 was not enough weapons diversity, so they went out, yes. and now you can craft these crazy weapons, like we've seen the Macarena record-throwing machine where it plays Macarena whenever, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, yeah. whenever it's loaded up. Plays the Macarena and yep. you, and you shoot the record at the person. Yes, I love that fucking idea so I much. I see that getting incredibly annoying I mean, very quick, but it's cool that you can do it. <laughs> but if, if I play the game, that's my that is my go-to weapon. <laughs> Someone will speed run it. Somebody, oh, yeah, absolutely. exactly. I mean, you know, like whatever game. Um, uh, the the idea that it's changing from first person to third person makes me think that they they or that you have the option. Well, yeah, yeah. If, if you have the option. Even if you have the option, um, it makes me think that they've actually done a lot to reconfigure the engine in which it, in, in which the actual game runs. They would have to. Yeah, um, yeah because if, if it's if the engine is like configured to just be like from a first person to a third person, that means like it, it they did some work. Yeah. So you know, uh, which is which is great. I, I love that when <laughs> I love when companies actually work on the engines. They have proprietary uh use over uh it, yeah. it's one of my biggest um uh 
uh, downfalls of every Bethesda game is that like they've been using the same engine since Oblivion. They've right. just been uh, building off of the same engine since Oblivion. So Skyrim and you know uh, uh, Elder Scrolls Online is still the same engine. They just haven't like actually made the engine itself better. Right. Um, but when whenever you change the camera, that obviously had to have changed the engine in some way uh so I'm, I'm really really excited to see it yeah it, it would fit the bill really for cool. all the innovation <laughs> that they're doing in this game um i mean i'm i'm nothing but excited it's going to be a new experience Every, everyone always it's ubisoft is kind of a meme at this point you know every assassin's yes. creed is the same every far cry is the but, same i think this you is know different i think this is a different far cry yeah uh it, it it's getting to the point where like every company is kind of a meme because bethesda kind of is a meme at this point so uh and even uh uh cd project red yeah. is a meme you know like it and we can all yeah, everything's kind of pigeonholed into their own platform we can like write. this is what you do and this is what everyone knows that you do yeah we can right. only we can only we can only hope the next game doesn't f up as as worse as the last one yeah yeah um, and, and we're that, always that it's, it's like we're always looking for improvements yeah yeah and actually i think speaking on looking for improvements there is a long-standing unless ethan you had more to say no you guys take it away uh yeah, speaking on uh improvements on long-standing games i think max you had something to say yeah actually uh um minecraft has <laughs> been a game that we've all played true uh <laughs> probably it, not uh, uh nine to ten like nine out of ten times i would say that's true about literally every person on the planet who um, plays games yeah in mm -hmm. Um, I used to play Minecraft back in its alpha state. We've even played some on our channel. Yes, we have. And if you want to watch those, go watch us on Zach yeah. Packs. Plug, it's, plug, plug. It's like one of our first 10 videos, yep. and we have like <laughs> maybe four or five of them. <laughs> Make mama a coal uh, is my favorite fucking saying that no one started to use. Yeah, I still love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, Minecraft is actually getting a sponsored uh, mod now. Uh, and, and, uh, it, it comes out next what? next month in July. Um, and it is a Ben 10 mod. <laughs> um, How does that work? Complete. Well, I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't go into how it works. Um, but I know that there are storylines and a quest. Um, configuration for them uh and uh you basically go into minecraft you find the omnitrix and you can start changing in to uh the aliens that the omnitrix allows you to at that i'll point. punch some creepers <laughs> yeah at that given point um and uh you have you know you have your npcs that tell you like oh hey this is what you're supposed to do to unlock more of the aliens <laughs> excuse me um and I think this is really cool because this is kind of like the first real instance of a crossover in Minecraft. 
Minecraft has always like been very much its own thing, and Steve. it's had its own updates. Yeah. For the game, and uh, I think uh, in in July there's actually a new update called the Caves update that I'm I'm actually really excited for it. It, it introduces a lot more uh, monsters and uh, environmental things, but the fact that um, we're kind of getting in this um, this path that um, Fortnite has been in for such a long time where Fortnite has been its own thing but it adapts to whatever the uh, you know whatever everyone else around them is doing and society it, it, society yeah society um, and it you know now we have fucking it Rambo keeps up with the times yeah we have Rambo in in fucking uh, Fortnite yeah. so now in this instance we have Ben 10 in Minecraft and uh, I kind of want to know what do you guys think the next step is? What what's the next crossover for Minecraft? What what would you like um, the next crossover for Minecraft to be in terms of a franchise of some sort? Listen, anything and everything. This is what Minecraft should have been doing since day one. Um, with how Minecraft is, you could realistically do anything in that yeah. game in terms of a crossover kind of the point um and, and really? like it's funny you mentioned fortnite is because that's how it goes through my head too they could easily do something like fortnite and just come out with a new little dlc every two weeks or whatever and add new yeah. skins and stuff and it would make people infinitely happy i believe this is a free up free dlc i don't think you have to pay yes. for minecraft dlcs it's, like this it's a free it's a free it's a free update okay and and i think if you offer people saying hey we're not just giving you skins we're giving you whole quests we're giving you seeds to put in for new worlds and you know all this cool stuff you're going to get a lot yeah, more players and you're going to get a lot of players yeah. who stopped playing Minecraft years ago coming back because they're saying, holy cow, we're seeing more things than just hitting blocks and building buildings. Um, this yeah. is this is the natural evolution, I feel like, of Minecraft. And I think it's a great thing. Uh, I personally probably won't play the Ben 10 DLC, but there are definitely IPs out there if they brought it in to Minecraft, I'd re-download Minecraft and start playing it. If they brought in a Mandalorian DLC, for example, I, I would I would play Minecraft again and, and see what that's about. If they brought in a, a Mario thing, I, I would play that. Things like that. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's exciting something... to see them go down this road. I hope they continue with this. Alright, so your your basic answer would be Mandalorian. If if they were like, hey, we're gonna make a an optional like tick yeah. in the the quest lines if it was a mandalorian thing you'd play it right bring, bring in some star wars absolutely yeah. that would that would help a lot yeah uh probably like tied up in some tape because of uh disney and flowers but i don't yeah, know no, microsoft I, I is like the new the, owner of minecraft the... they got big money you know they yeah i mean well i don't know if they have enough money for no, star probably wars not. but uh <laughs> david a uh, if, if you were to pick a franchise that you'd like to see in Minecraft that might make you want to play more of Minecraft, what what would you what do you think so, of? So there's kind of an issue with that question. Okay. In that Minecraft is a steeple of for me the original games that I used to play when computer games started to be available, and as they've updated. 
I think they've done a great job of keeping up with their audience because it yeah. started out as essentially a world sim where yep. you yep. know you're trying to survive and you're creating shelters and you're figuring out different things and then they realized that their audience wanted more of a challenge so they created dungeons and they created towns and they created cities and then you know they started to get um, more traction with the younger generation so they started to create mini games and more online play and then they were always open to mods because they were pc based games so there were more unofficial mods and then they started supporting those mods which is what's led to the ben 10 mod and uh so i i think that minecraft has always had its following it will always have its following from everything that's going on it's doing a fantastic job and for me you know i I, I would just have to say for every person, whatever they want to see is their favorite game. So, like, I love Zelda games. So, like, if you gave Steve a sword and made him go hi-ya and spin in a circle, <laughs> I'd probably lose my shit. And I would play that all day because that's just fun. Yeah. You know? So, I, I don't think it's so much as Minecraft needs to change or come up with a big mod. I think it's just doing small little things that cater to the community. And they've done a fantastic job of that over the years and keeping up to date. So I, I, I think that they're doing great. And I think this Ben 10 thing is just a wonderful way to maintain the community that they already have while bringing in new fans that are already giant fans of like Ben 10, which is, uh, you know, like a mega fucking right community that yeah. exists because they've had show upon show upon show upon show and, yeah. and game upon game upon game which is not talked about a lot but they've had them they're not so successful but they're there yeah and it's going to bring those people in it's going to bring younger generations in and i i just yeah for me obviously zelda but okay. i i just say like i'd probably log in and play in my old download and update it to to like turn into an alien and to see what that's all about like that's, right that's just cool yeah. to me so um i don't think they need to change much i think they're doing a good job yeah. i think that they're catering to their audience as they are and yeah yeah I, i'm, I'm um, there for it the the great thing about minecraft in 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 this day and age is that um when we talk about like different um modes of play um, whenever you log in to Minecraft now, you either have survival. Uh, no, you don't. You have the game, or you have Minecraft Realms. Um, and whenever this Ben 10 thing comes online, this will be another mode. Right. Okay. You know. So whenever you whenever you log in to Minecraft, you can you have three modes to play from now. Oh, okay. One's going to be traditional Minecraft. Um, one's going to be Minecraft Realms, which is, I don't know if either of you know what Minecraft Realms is. Is that what they, they play where it's like multiplayer? It is multiplayer. Someone has already made the, uh, the, the world and has made all of the configurations in the world. Right. Um, and then and you, players come and, in. Yeah, and you and you play the 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 mechanics of that world, and then um, I this Ben 10 update is going Which to is be why I say they already have their audience. Exactly. This yeah. this this new Ben 10 thing is going to be another selection, where like you pop into that world, outside of like the regular Minecraft yeah, area. Yeah. Right. Um, and they have their own rules, and I, and uh, exactly what you were talking about, like it it's evolving with the people that are interacting with their game 
yeah, it, it's very smart, and I, I honestly wish that mo, I wish that more companies would do that, um, because sometimes it feels like you know Ubisoft isn't really going in the direction that I want. Yeah, but like they're thinking ahead, mm-hmm. and the people that are playing now that are younger, you know what I mean? And it, it's yeah. like it's. It's super like convoluted, and maybe I don't necessarily understand all of it. But you know, I, I I'm 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 really excited about the Ben 10 thing. Well, they're already taking a gamble. Yes, they're definitely taking a gamble with yeah. literally any uh, anything that they do. Yeah. Um. No, I, I was gonna say that I think the biggest thing for them is I think Microsoft and Bojang have understood at this point that. Uh, a large portion of the purchasers of Minecraft over the course of its history are now inactive users, um, and they no longer play the game but have the ability to. And uh, and I think this yeah. is just a great way to bring all of those people back. I don't necessarily think this is a push to sell more copies because let's be honest, Minecraft sold enough copies already. It's what yeah, either it's, number it's one a push or to bring so, at least the first number of audience back. Because number cause, two, um, yeah, because um, uh, Fortnite, yeah. Fortnite dethroned it yeah. like two years back. They they made their money and yeah. then some at this point. So it, it's nice to see them still paying I mean, attention to the community for, and bringing back uh, older players into that fold. For a game that started off as a single developer working in the basement, I think they've done pretty well. Yeah, it's Notch, incredible. Notch made, a, Notch made a bad decision by selling it $6 million. I yeah. mean, I don't he, think so. Because right after he sold to Microsoft it almost quadrupled in sales yeah but he made six million dollars yeah and he's 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 in his multi-million dollar mansion off in sweden yeah and not worrying about anything you have to say he's living his best life <laughs> so you know um yeah but you know in 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 the essence of talking about games that are might seem not super like in the forefront of uh gaming uh, news, uh, David, you have a you have a really good title that I'm I'm really interested about. Can you tell us about us? Yeah. Uh, so, and I've been trying to figure this out. Uh, from what I can tell, it's pronounced Alia. Okay. Um, it's a massive MMO, and it seems to be kind of like the graphics. That, no, it's fine. The graphics of World of Warcraft, but it meets a Stardew Valley Animal Crossing type game. Um, it's an entirely MMO game, so it's entirely online. And you essentially set up a community, you build your community, but you have to play with other people. Not so that, and, and the developers come out and said, you don't have to talk to anyone else, you don't have to do anything, but and you can do your own settlement on your own, but it's all online. So there are things that are strictly co-op, but you could do them uh, progressively and like without much strain, without talking to anyone else. But I love games like that, where I, I really enjoyed Stardew Valley. I like Animal Crossing a lot. You know, World of Warcraft is, is just a staple um, in the world. And I think bringing that and adding a new community, and plus the, the graphics look great. Um, there's a little bit of combat. You don't have to do it, but it's it's all about like 
building and decorating and fashion and farming and making friends and playing. So again, if you like Stardew Valley and you like Animal Crossing, that it's your type of game. But it's like in a 30 space, right? Yeah, it's a, it's all in an online space. So yeah. it's, a, it's a big open world and you get your own plot of land and you build your own place and you have your own home, okay. your own settlement and everything. And then it, it, you work together with other people to continue to grow and to build. And this, there's a main plot line and everything. And it, it just sounds really cool to me. And I don't know, have either of you yeah. heard of it at all or looked into it? Uh, I've seen I've seen the trailer. Um, I know I know how I feel about Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing and World of Warcraft. Those all three of those feel um, just a bit too impersonal while being personal. And I, I don't know if that really makes any sense. Um, but Animal Crossing there's too many like oh hey okay go go here talk to this person and then make sure that your person you're trying to connect with is online and then you know they can come over but they can't really do all of the things that you can do yeah um and then stardew valley um you kind of have to make uh your your farm together in order to progress the way that the game wants you to and uh world of warcraft is like anyone can jump in and play their own game exactly but there's not really any um there's no like hey this is what you're supposed to be doing you know what i mean yeah um so i I think and i think that's the idea for this game yeah that's what i'm saying like i think this game kind of like it it might fix all of the problems that i have with all three of those games in in one fell swoop uh i i I really want to try it out it's I, i i had no idea about it until you told me about it and yeah now i'm i'm really excited to try the game when does it come out uh i'm not sure yet when it it's comes still out. in beta right now right yeah they're going to be testing it soon okay. the developers yeah. you can sign up for a trial run right now and it'll, it's like a pre pre-test yeah where they, they release like a very bare bones version of it to just see how it works yeah but there we're nowhere near talking about when it comes out yet i would imagine gotcha. at the earliest it would be next year maybe a 2023 game right okay. but it, it's gonna be big i kind of hope it will be um so like you guys were saying previously with skyward sword i don't want to say this to shit on any excitement or to badmouth anyone's excitement for a game um this game just doesn't speak to me whatsoever um and that's no that's totally fine because it's it's a very stylistic game you know there's it's it's got a very catered type of gameplay so it's only going to speak to a certain type right. of demographic. And if so, that's not you, that's okay. Yeah. So from what I see, the only thing we have of this game is that initial announcement trailer, which is mostly cinematic in nature. There is some in-game engine footage used um, for a couple of the shots. Um, I would agree with you, David, that this is very World of Warcraft-esque. I mean, it, it almost looks exactly like World of Warcraft and and just to make this also a point that a lot of the developers for this game are former blizzard employees so that that makes sense 
Um, so, but the I, I do have one positive thing to say at the end of this, so don't think this is all going to be negative. But um, <laughs> it's okay. I watch, like your opinion. Yeah, yeah. watching this um, this trailer, I was looking for the skip ad button because I thought it was a mobile game ad. Um, I, just watching another game where you hit a rock with a pickaxe and hit a tree with an axe and build a house, I, I instantly shut down. And especially knowing it's an MMO, I shut down even more. You guys know me. I love my single-player experiences. So that's no fault of them. Yeah. They want to make an MMO. Great. That's just not my style of gameplay. But it's an MMO that, to me, looks like a mobile game. Um, now... The one thing I do want to highlight that seems like an interesting aspect, I watch a lot of uh, YouTubers cover this, um, talking about their theories on what's going to happen. Um, some people are saying there may be a town building mechanic, not necessarily just a homestead building mechanic. Um, right, where yeah. you could bring for in, those more community oriented. Right, so you could have somebody that creates a town on a plot of land and continues to expand and invite more real-time players into it to do certain jobs or just to live there. I think that's a cool mechanic. I personally haven't seen that done. Like Max, you were saying, in um, in Animal Crossing, you can go to other people's islands. You just can't really do shit. You can collect stuff and you can bring right. stuff back to your island. But that's about it. This would be a full-on. Yeah. Everyone can work together to make a community type thing. Right. And it yeah, could create exactly. in-game economies. It could create in-game trading, too. and that sounds cool to me. Um, so yeah. even an in-game hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. that too. And it probably will have a lot of roleplay elements, which is always fun. Um, so not necessarily a game I would pick up and play myself, but I'd love to watch other people do it. Um, and then the other thing that kind of bothered me is the developer Singularity 6. Um, they came out and said this is yeah. going to be kind of a cross between Breath of the Wild, Animal Crossing, and Stardew Valley. Now, I think that is an absolutely that's absurd a... claim. And and that's no, I understand the developers want to hype up their game, but I'm sorry, you are never going to be on the level of those three games, especially yeah. combined. <laughs> I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, don't compare yourself to the three highest grossing games yeah. on the switch especially well, when on. all that, you that, have that, is that one trailer you, that makes on. that makes too much hype that you know it, it makes a lot of hype but that's exactly why i decided to talk about it hold on now can you imagine an mmo that's open world and that's open world like breath of the wild yeah. and story driven like stardew valley can you imagine a game like that no exactly I... So what if Palia reaches that? It, it might. It, it, it could. It's an all-in-all thing. That, right. that, that, that we don't know, and that's why we're talking about it right yeah, now. Because definitely. that that yeah. idea right. and someone as bold and a studio as bold as to say yeah. this is what we're going for is worth looking at. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I, I respect the fact that probably Ethan, you won't reach that. Yeah. Ethan but, and I are just like on the pessimistic guy. Yeah. So I, I, like, I'm looking forward to it. Want, yeah, so I wanted to because... Those things. Exactly, because I love Stardew Valley, yeah. but I know it's fault. And I love Breath of the Wild, but I know it's faults. And you if you love can, Animal Crossing, but you know it's faults. Right. And if I can mix <laughs> all of those games and put them into one ultimate game, I'm hoping you yeah. come out with what could be Palia. Yeah. Well, so I mean, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I hope, hope so too. I hope that's the case. I just can't see yeah. it happening, in my opinion. I I understand. I understand. I do. Yeah. I think we're of the same mind. We want it to happen. It's just yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't know if it will. And, <laughs> yeah, right. and it it will we'll see more as it as it comes. And also, you know, you're 
no matter what happens uh, as it releases you'll see the problems and the server shutdowns and everything yeah and that's yeah, yeah. Distraction and blah, blah 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 as every so game does it's not gonna work as it as it's meant to and you know but maybe maybe it'll work maybe it won't but <laughs> i'm excited either way and i'm glad we got to talk about it thank you guys for your opinions yeah it's i'm much appreciated if if anything like i i almost want to change my game to right that. yeah but <laughs> it's like, really cool but i think maybe there's another game that's kind of more hype there's that no we way. wanted to talk uh, about it's no actually got a lot more traction than something like that horizon, maybe so <laughs> maybe on the horizon let me tell you guys about a little game called horizon forbidden west you guys may be familiar with the horizon series as playstation players i of course only experienced uh, horizon zero dawn on the pc because i have an xbox um, so I'm hoping this gets a PC port in the future, or I can get my hands on a PS5 before this comes up. But anyways, it would it would surprise you, would, I would assume, yeah, that uh, um, neither of us have played Horizon. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. That is true. That's a fact. That's a rock fact. In I, fact. I, that I is a recommend it. <laughs> I wasn't going to admit it, but yeah. I would highly recommend it. Um, it's a and... staple in PlayStation, though. So I yeah yeah I no I I have seen that. I have seen gameplay and how a dedicated game. Xbox fanboy has played it before you guys. Come on, Alan. Dedicated way <laughs> dedicated, dedicated Xbox. Um, but anyways, Sony had a Sony Direct where they yep. not Sony Direct. What's it called for Sony again? State of Play. Uh, state of play yeah. that's what it is a right. state of play for horizon forbidden west where they showed off uh, a lot of the gameplay of horizon forbidden west and my god does this look like a great game i mean the cuts between the cinematics and the actual in-game play there was no cuts yep. it, it literally There's just went no way to discern we are getting closer yeah we're getting closer to yeah. the real well i play yeah. Real, yeah, but um, the fact that like uh, uh, generated cutscenes are the staple, and that when we are playing the game, there's no. Wow, that was impressive. <laughs> there's no discernible that in. cut <laughs> from the the generated cutscene to when you're playing the game. No, that's amazing. It's it's like I can't believe we've gotten there. It's I I can't either. Yeah, and and the things that this gameplay highlighted for me. Um, let's talk about graphics. Ray tracing yep. it looks beautiful. Crispy 60 it's, FPS movements. Water it, textures are some of the greatest water textures I've ever seen in a free roam game <laughs> or an open world game. Um, underwater currents also there's a lot more mechanics for swimming underwater uh, so that opens up for more seaborne exploration um, enemies have more abilities we saw at the beginning of it those velociraptor looking robots they they had some screech yes. attack which disabled you sure. that's super interesting to see because most of the enemies in horizon zero dawn were pretty straightforward they didn't have a yeah they didn't right. have a they didn't have like a a, um, a specific attack that wasn't physical right there to weren't stop any, you from attacking them. Yeah. Right. There weren't any mechanics that you really had to jump around. 
with that. It was pretty straightforward right. fighting. Um, combat, it looks like more of the same, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Horizon Zero Dawn's combat was incredible. I loved it. It was fun. It was action-packed. Yeah. So seeing that it's just coming back in the same force, I think it's great. You have medium range attacks. You have heavy attacks. You have your bow and arrow. Yes. Um, it looks like there's some more abilities you can put on your bow and arrow, which is cool. Um, and then also another thing that's completely changing how you move around the world is your tools. Um, it seems like... I forget the protagonist's name. I forget her name. Damn. But anyways, she has... Alloy. 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 Correct. Yeah, alloy. alloy. Uh, she has a lot yeah. more tools at her disposal, including a grappling hook, a parachute, which is very Breath yes. of the Wild-esque, um, a diving mask, which lets you stay underwater forever, and then also mm -hmm. you can hack into machines and mount them and ride them around the world. Um, this is... Which is honestly what I wanted uh, from the first game. Right. So I'm glad we finally get to it. So I'm excited about this game. Those are all my points of what stood out to me during this gameplay reveal. What do you guys think of it? Will you play the first one now that I know you guys haven't played it just in, in preparation for this next one? I, yeah, no, I, 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 looking at this new game, it makes me want to play the last game and just looking at it, it looks so crisp and I am so excited and I can't believe that I didn't just stop everything and and play the last game like it, it yeah it, it's so good yeah. you know everything about it and I'm just hoping that from what I've seen because I went back and I spent way too long probably looking up gameplay footage of <laughs> you know all of these and um, I'm hoping that it's just a crisper version with updated storyline, a better, you know, type of game and, and you know, just more forward thinking because yeah. it's everything you said, you yeah. know, and, and I think that's going to be fantastic and I can't wait to sink my teeth into it. I want to play it. I'm going to play it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Forbidden West is not like a DLC. It's its its own standalone game. It's, it, it is a, pre, or a, a, a sequel to um, Horizon. Um, just just to get that out of the air yeah um i think that um horizon uh has probably the best like balanced combat combat when it comes to um why did you do that <laughs> um it has the best combat um i know the ps5 is capable of playing um the new god of war uh but as a as a standalone PS5 specific console, we, we've seen very great combat come out of Horizon. Um, I'm I'm really excited, uh, and I'm going to play the first one, even yeah. though I am a Sony fangirl. I haven't played the first one. Um, it just it just didn't seem like it like appealed that well to me. But um, I just always had other shit going on. Okay. Uh, it's a massive game, so if you missed it, it's hard to get into it afterwards. I understand. The fact that there is going to be a second one on the PlayStation Five and that it looks so good, yeah. That you know, this is this is Sony's like mainstay. This is Sony's like this is yeah. going to solidify um, Sony's ideals. Of, about what games are going through it's going to yeah. be fucking god of war horizon and maybe a third thing sorry 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 to take away a little bit from horizon here i'm so sorry but mm. i don't care what anyone says god of war 
in my mind, will be the steeple of the next gen. God of War, whenever it comes out, <laughs> however it comes out, whyever it comes out, will be the epitome of the next generation of console gaming. And I say that as someone who loves God of War. And I'm, yeah. I, I, there's no reasoning. I love it. I can't wait for it. I, I fucking want it. But this but, is a, this is a. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But Horizon uh, Forbidden West looks fantastic. I need to go play it. I know yep. that. Everything that I've heard and seen about it looks amazing, and it just it does nothing but create more interest for the series and the game and the console and everything. And yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing it to my attention, Ethan. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, awesome. one little one last little thing about Sony because you know we're talking about Sony Horizon and whatnot. Um, so uh, for our um uh, loyal viewers out there. Um, All two we, of them. We will not be talking about God of War for some time. Uh, the only thing that we've known about God of War is that it's been delayed till 2022, um, and that it will be on the PS4, and the PS5. Um, yeah, it will. But I'll have a PS5 if, then. If you're able, make sure that you go get a PS5 because, as we have known from Cyberpunk. Uh, it it's is better. You should not <laughs> play a game designed on a PS4 or the PS5. Yeah. So you know, it, for our loyal viewers, just yeah. just take that into account. Hundred percent. And then one day down the line, we will talk about God of War because um, it's give it an eyes favorite franchise out of Sony, but we just haven't been able to talk about it until yeah. now. Just now. Yeah. Yeah. While we're plugging another game. Yes. Eisen in <laughs> the West. Um and uh now we are Wait. going to sorry. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off again, but Ethan, yeah. closing remarks. For me? Yeah. For what, Horizon? Yeah. Yes. I'm fucking excited. Let's play some games. Hell yeah, yeah. My <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. All right, now back to you. And with that, um, let's move on to uh, um, Ethan's subject for uh, this month. Yes. So every month, beginning of the month, our first podcast, we talk about our favorite games that we are looking forward to for the month. For this month, it will be June. Yeah. Um, so starting off, I want to highlight Scarlet Nexus. It's going to be the newest JRPG to come out of Bandai Namco. Uh, this game's combat mechanics look absolutely incredible. Uh, you can use a lot of the environment to throw at your enemies, uh, a lot of cool companion um, like ability stuff going on. Uh, honestly, I've been getting a lot into JRPGs more recently. I used to never play them. Uh, I picked up near... Um, what is it near replicant version one point blah 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 uh enjoyed yeah. enjoyed the hell out of it um i'm starting to play near automata right now it's for game pass so i downloaded that a couple nights ago i played through a little bit of it so i'm getting more into it um but i want to play a brand new one and scarlet nexus is the, the next upcoming one so honestly that's the only reason i'm getting it i've already got a pre-ordered <laughs> steelbook edition i'm ready to go um it looks fun it it just looks like a goofy anime jrpg it looks like there's a lot of content that goes with it as most jrpgs have uh so i'm super excited yeah uh i'm i'm super i, I i'm not like super into jrpgs uh, but I'm, I'm glad that, like, 
I mean, I like them. Nexus. I like them. It's kind of yeah. Nexus is like a, a thing that you're going off and, of. And honestly, um, if there were any other game this month, I probably would have picked that. But I, there's not many games that I'm really excited for this month, if any. That's probably the what? only game that I could point out right now that I have pre-ordered and ready to go for this month. Fuck you. I mean, you well, know, if I had, no, hold on, like, hold on. No. If I had a know. PS5, if I had a PS5, yeah, exactly. I'd be excited about something. But exactly. I don't have a PS5. All right. I no, don't no, have... no. You know what I'm about to say. You yeah. know. I don't well, have a exactly. PS5. It definitely good, and I wish I did, but I don't. And I'm so sorry to say I will not be getting this game back at release. <laughs> and I want it so bad, and I've been looking every day for a PS5, and I can't get one. And I'm so jealous that you have one, because I know you're going to get this fucking game. <laughs> but everyone knows yes. the new Ratchet & Clank game. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. We talked about it before. I cannot talk enough about this game it it just seems like it's gonna be the best game in the franchise and there have been so many games in the franchise like everything yeah. about this game is amazing you've got a new storyline you've got better weapons you've got these new mechanics you've got all these new worlds to explore you've got fresh new graphics you've got an entire new engine with this new gameplay and this new system with no characters that feel old or reused you know obviously you have ratchet and clank which are the steeple but like jesus christ I want this game, and I don't care if this dates when we're recording this, it is five days, three hours, and 41 minutes away from release, and if I do not have a PS5 by the time it comes out, which I won't, and I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna be so fucking upset, because well, I want this goddamn game. I know what we're doing next weekend. You I am no buying... Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. This is like upcoming games. This game. I cannot explain to you how much I want to play this game. Like, <laughs> it's it looks so good. It looks yeah. so good. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Subscribe to the Zap Quack Packs channel. They're going to be playing through Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart yeah, starting I'm... next weekend. Let's go get it. I'm gonna. I'm, I love you. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, I'm gonna play it. <laughs> yeah, fine. no, I, I. Good luck getting the controller from my cold dead hands. One, I don't need to. I have two. <laughs> yeah, but it's a game, so it's gonna happen. Cold um, dead hands. So, uh, so, so my game for this for June uh, is something that's already been uh, published. It's um, yes. It's a uh, Operation Tango, and uh, it for those of you with a PS5, it is free. You can. Mm. Uh, download Operation Tango. Keep you, meaning to. If you want to. Um, and then for those of you that are on PlayStation 4, you can buy it for $20. Uh, I, I only know that because my wife wanted to play the game too, but she only has a PlayStation 4, so we had to pay for a second issue of the game. Um, the, uh, the whole game is basically just um, a bomb squad a virtual simulator um, with two people. Um, you have a hacker and you have a runner. And, you know... Oh, she's a track star. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, you know, you, you pick who you're going to be during the beginning of the mission. And uh, during the mission, um, each of you have specific uh, puzzle-based goals that you're supposed to accomplish and then rely on... Uh, your partner to uh, complete. So, like some some things are wholly your own, and some things are completely uh, cooperative. 
um, my wife and I, uh, we played four uh, levels. Um, we started at 11 and uh, 11 at night, and then we didn't stop until two o'clock in the morning. I even tried to be like, oh, hey, you know, like it's getting kind of late. Do you yeah, want to go yeah. to bed? And, you know, my wife was like, oh, no, I want to I want to keep playing. This is a great game. You know, but this is really fucking fun. Um, Makes it, me want to play. Uh, the, the best example I can tell you is is that it is um, Bomb Squad VR uh, uh, simulator where, you know, you, you you tell your partner, hey, I see this, this, and this. And your partner's like, oh, I know that this is in my manual, um, so do this instead to, to, to um, complete the challenge. Um, it, it's really addictive. It's really frustrating. Um, and uh, my best ex- advice for... Uh, playing the game is that please 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 remain calm it's (laughs) there's not actually a bomb in your room make sure that you're communicating properly to your partner and that it's just a game don't don't take everything so seriously it's it's just meant to build a teamwork you know environment and you get into a groove eventually it's really fun, and I think everyone that's uh, has access to the game should play it because it it is really fun. I, I really liked it a lot. Yeah. And um, my wife, we're probably gonna probably play more of it. Yeah. I, and I'm, unless and we may play it on the Zap Quack Packs channel. Yeah, we might. Maybe. We might. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited that this is becoming a trend of, of two-player games or more couch co-op geared games. Um, for like, for example, yeah. I know I've told I know I've told you all this uh, offline, but for our viewers, myself and my wife have been starting to play It Takes Two. Um, I was skeptical at first about we this game. We just finished it. Yep. You, make sure you go just check out it. the gameplay on the Zap Quack Packs channel if you want to know what we're talking about here. Um, they played through the whole game on there. You guys have every episode up. Or are you guys not yet? Some, not yet. Yeah, that's it's gonna be co- it's gonna be upcoming in the following weeks. Yeah, okay. we just finished recording the last episode. Yeah, and it will be upcoming. Yeah, and uh, but me and my wife have started playing that. Absolutely love it. So to see more games come out like this, where you can work together with a good friend of yours or your significant other, I think it's just a great way to bond with somebody and a great way to experience a game with somebody. It's so fun. Um, so Operation Tango is probably gonna be a game that I pick up after me I and my so. wife finish up it takes two yeah i, I hope so it, it i, I, I really think like we're it. gonna do that too get up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right that's everyone's games for the month all right that yeah, um, sounds good fuck you guys i hate you let's end this <laughs> well no, i'm just kidding thank you guys for so much uh, for watching or listening or reading, whatever you're the, doing. Uh, reading the baked beans podcast. Who's reading baked beans. Fucking nuts, man. This might be ten thousand years. A transcript of this. This might be ten thousand years into the future. All the stops and the Good luck transcripting that, bitches. Where it is only transcripted. Transcripted a word fashion okay. um so thank you all um and sorry i talked too much 
you know, we'll see you next week on the Baked Beans podcast. Or, you know, whenever we feel like it. Yeah. But probably next week. Yeah. We'll try. Bye, everybody. Love you. Yeah. Hey, uh...